God bless you all. This is Pastor Javier with the Awakening Ministry, and this, you are listening to the Shun Truth Podcast. I'm so grateful that you guys are listening. You have been showing love to our podcast. Um, it's not many. And even in the little, we, we, got, we give God thanks. We give God thanks for for you showing, for everyone that's been showing love for us, to us. Tonight is, uh, this is going to be a tough one, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this is going to be a tough one for myself. My lovely wife, Nicole, uh, uh, First Lady Nicole, she don't like to be called First Lady, but Pastor Nicole, uh, she is not going to be with us tonight. She's taking a break, well-deserved break. Uh, but I'm here with you guys. It's been like maybe two weeks since we had uh, did a, uh, the last episode since the last episode. And, you know, I've been really kind. I've been, well, not kind of, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been kind of putting this away, kind of show, you know, how you, how they say, uh, sweeping it under the rug, but I want to talk to you about some co- controversial stuff. And, um, I want to just speak what's on my mind, what's on my heart, what's in my mind, what's in my heart. And, I pray that you you take it to God. I always tell people, don't forget what I say to you. Do your research. Seek the Lord. You know? Do your research. Facts are facts. God is God. So again, you are listening to the Shun Truth Podcast, where we believe that Jesus was and still is the hated truth. And let's break it down. You know, I want to set a premise. And I am I feel bad that I even have to, to do this, but I just want to make sure that, you know, everybody that listens to me, I am not a racist. I wasn't raised in the suburbs. I, were raised, I was raised with my, my little brother, my mother. That was my father and my mother in the projects. 137th Street, St. Anne, South Bronx, Millbrook Projects. I've seen a lot of things in my life. I've seen a lot of police brutality. I was a victim at it at a young age, too. I remember I stepped out, haven't even stepped out the elevator, and I got pulled out the elevator, slammed against the mailbox wall, and had a gun towards my head because of mistaken identity. And I must have been maybe 12 years old, 13 maybe. But none of that compares to the type of, and so, you know, just to say, you know, just to kind of just, you know, disclaim, I wasn't raised with a silver spoon in my mouth. But one thing that I was raised, raised up, how can I say? One thing that I was raised seeing was hate. Self-hate. What do I mean by that? My mother didn't raise me with no hate. It wasn't myself. But I saw so many self-hate from my brothers and sisters, from blacks and Latinos. And one of the things that I've one of the things that I I stand against so much 
is that self-hate. Now, as you know, you guys know that I am a Trump supporter. I probably say that. I don't hide that. I don't hide it on Facebook. I don't hide it anywhere, right? Now, is God is Trump my God? No. Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Son of the Living God, is my God. But when you stand for what's right, you support it. You know, the controversial things that's going on right now, and this is going to be, I'm not going to lie, this is going to be a, I want to take my time with this because, again, this is a controversial conversation that I need to have with you guys. You know, earlier today, I, I, I woke up thinking with this saying in my mind that, I feel like I'm in a movie. I feel like we are in a movie. But we're not watching the same movie. What do I mean that by that? I feel like the, the the movie, I feel like we're all watching this one movie, but we're all getting like different interpretations of it. And to me, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't understand how. I don't understand why. I don't understand how people could support certain things. And I'm going to say certain things now, but we're going to get into some of those things real quick. But um, I just don't understand how, how, how we call ourselves believers and Christians. And we support a party that believes in murdering our babies. And I just want to, and, and I want to have a straight talk with you guys. I don't want to sit here and come with statistics, stats. I just want to, I just want to talk to you what's on my heart. Because at the end of the day, listen, that information is not private. It's not classified. This is public information. I just, I, I grew up a Democrat. I voted for Obama his first term. And and I saw two terms, eight years of the Obama administration do absolutely nothing for me or my people, us as minorities, us people of color. Nothing. He has definitely supported the LGBTQP whatever. He's definitely supported Muslims. When he said he was a Christian, that was his, does anybody remember that? Does anybody remember? Wake up. You not remember Obama when his first term where he was portraying himself and his family as a Christian loving family, going to church? Believing in Jesus. Kind of find out he's a Muslim. Supports the faith. Called it. It was his faith, he said. But you know what? This 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 podcast isn't about Obama. 
this podcast is about truth. Of course, this is the the Shun Truth podcast. And we got to speak the truth. You know, many of us claim to be, you know, claim to have morals, claim to have standards. But yet we we support a party, we support a man, right, that believes in massacre of babies, believes in the right of same-sex marriage. We believe in a party that for years, for years, has never fought for our right to bring our right back to pray in our schools. I urge you to look up, look up, look up the stats when, when we had prayer in school. Look it up. The 40, the 50s, the 60s, 70s. How dramatically low the, the, the teen or the kids' death rate was, or or how dramatically low was the the suicides and the the, the fighting. You got to understand that wherever you take Jesus out of, and believe me, God will. I mean, you got to understand, God is the perfect gentleman. We know in the scripture, He says, "For I am at your door, the heart of your door, knocking, waiting for you to open." He's not going to bang it down, kick it down. He's waiting for you to open. So when you take God out of places, out of your heart, out of situations, out of a people, out of a community, what do you think happens? What do you think happens? So now we're in a situation where this is election season. We're in a situation where where when I talk, I mean, you want to know the type of conversations that I have on Facebook. I have people block me. And if you ever, I urge you, go on my Facebook. Look at my content. I don't disrespect nobody. I respect everybody's personal view. I don't call nobody out of their name. But has all of those things happened to me, been done to me? Absolutely. Let me put this on vibrate. I apologize. Has it been done to me? Absolutely. Do I really care? No. No, I'm not going to lie. You know, let me tell you something. For those believers, for those who stand for the truth, for Trump supporters of all colors, race, backgrounds, don't stop standing up for the truth. The Bible says that it's love, it's by love that he draws all men unto him. I choose to love, but I also choose to stand up and talk about what's going on. You know, when when you have somebody tell you, when you know, let, let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about let's talk about what's going on right now. Let's talk about it. Let me pull this up right now. I'm on my Facebook page. 
this this you know this kind of broke my heart. I was very, I was really torn in, in in the inside of me because I got kids. I got kids, and I couldn't. I can't tell you how I feel. God forbid, one of my babies taken away from me, from a person with my same skin color or darker, or lighter, from my same neighborhood, my same hood, my same community. Damani Felder, three years old, taken. Three years old, a, a, a young boy that hasn't even started to live his life, taken because of a shootout. Do I take away from the death of George Floyd? No. Do I think it was murder and uncalled for? Absolutely. But do I think that his life matters more than this young man? Or the hundreds of little boys and little girls that was murdered from people from the same skin color? Do you know that I had somebody tell me on Facebook, give me FBI stats? about how we're still high on black on black crimes, but but white people, white on white crimes are at 80 some percent when we're at 90 some percent. I just, I just, you know what? My stomach started to, man, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I could not, I couldn't, I can't tell you what I thought about it. The audacity. The audacity. You know, it's funny because, and it's not funny, I'm going to say it's crazy. Because you got kids like this young man and young girls murdered because of a stray bullet. Murdered intentionally, all from the people from the same neighborhoods and communities. But nobody raises a fist. Nobody's shutting down a high a highway. Nobody's demanding justice. Does their lives don't matter? Does their lives matter? Why is it that we find ourselves in such a rage? Such a rage, so much hate. When somebody else does something to us of another color, background, but when we do it to ourselves, it's like, oh, don't worry about that. Just you don't kill us. Don't worry about us killing each other. Just you don't kill us. Is Am, am I in a twilight zone? Am I going crazy? Does that sit well with you? Please, somebody. Excuse me. Somebody, help me understand. 
you know, I, 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 this, you know, this leaves me speechless. I'm not going to lie. This leaves me speechless. This leaves me confused. This leaves me in anger. And I had to pray. And I had to, uh, before I even did this podcast, I had to seek God. And I asked, I had to ask God to forgive me. Forgive me for what's in my heart. Forgive me. You got people, I got people, I got people that's telling me that they'd rather vote for a, a known pedophile, a man that has seen out, the man can't even complete a sentence. The man for 40 something years in politics have always stood against blacks. Look it up for yourself. That's probably put more black men in jail, in prison, than I than anybody else that I can think of. But you know what? I'll vote for him because I'd rather him than Trump. What? What? You know, this reminds me, I'm going to be honest with you, this reminds me when, when Israel was crying out, saying, I want a king. We want a king. Crying out, we want a king. We want a king. And what the prophets were saying, you don't need a king. God is your king. No, we want to be like everybody else. We want a king. And they got a king. And that king has put them through through so much. They've lost so much because of the actions of that king. You know, I'm going to stay strong. And I pray my listeners and you guys out there, stay strong. Those who believe in truth. Let me tell you something. Is Trump perfect? No. Not at all. Not the least bit. Does he say stupid things out of his mouth? Absolutely. But let me tell you something. He's one of the first presidents in many terms, in many, many administrations that actually fought for our rights to pray in school. That's important to me. That's important for my children. Put it in law that we won't get blackballed. We won't get discriminated against. That we can pray in our own schools. Gave millions, if not a billion dollars towards the the, uh, uh, historical black colleges. Millions of dollars to re, re, uh, revitalize Baltimore, parts in Baltimore. Has Obama did that? Come on, because you can't pull the wool over my eyes. I may not be the sharpest tool in the shed, but I ain't stupid. I do my research. Obama did nothing for me or my community. But this man that you call a racist, he has. 
he has done more in one year, one term, that Obama has done in two terms collectively. He has done one more in four years than Joe Biden did in 40-something years of his political career. Now, is this a advertisement or is this a push for you to vote from? No. No, not at all. But what I'm telling you is that this is my values. This is what I value. This is what I want. Can I do should I push my agenda or what my values are on you? No. Can I say reconsider? Please. Reconsider. Reconsider. We are a people that do more damage to ourselves than anybody has done. You do your research. Slave is horrible. <clears throat> For those 400, 500 years, <clears throat> excuse me, slavery is horrible. And we always want to, but have you ever heard of the first black man to be a slave owner? And let me ask you this. Was it, was it the Americans that went? Huh? Or Europeans that went to Africa and stole people off of their land? Or was it their own people that sold their own people into slavery? See, nobody wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to be honest. Nobody. Is it God's fault for your current situation? Or is it the decisions that you made? Can somebody be honest out there? Can somebody be honest? If you don't want to be honest to me, that's fine. Be honest to yourself. Be honest to yourself. Most of you people are, are, I pray that my listeners, you know, they stand on the right side, but most of the people that I speak to, they don't know what even to say. They don't even know why they hate Trump. It's all over the media. Everybody else is like, you know, hate Trump, hate Trump. Do they really know why they're hating Trump? No. No. But you know what? You know, Romans 10, 2 and 3. It says, for I bear witness, I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God but not according to the knowledge. For they begin, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. You know, the, the, there's another scripture that says that, that there's a way that seems right to a man, but leads into destruction. Take inventory of what you, what you value. What do you want for your children?
And I'm going to leave it right there. You know, I, I didn't, like I said, I actually did not want to talk about this at all. I don't want to push political views or my political views on nobody, but I had to speak it. I had to. Guys, get ready for war. And I'm not just talking about spiritually. We got to do that every day. Because the Bible says, be ye sober for your enemy, your adversary, roams around like a, a roaring lion looking to, to devour. But what I mean by prepare for war, one of the things that God has that God has gifted me is the, the, the gift of revelation, the gift of visions. I give an example. I dreamt about Hurricane Katrina maybe a couple of months before it happened. The tsunami in Singapore, I dreamt about that before it happened. Different events. Last night, no, not last night. Uh, yeah, the, the night before last, I saw troops in the thousands, military troops in the thousands, assembling, getting ready for war. There wasn't American troops. Then I later that day I found I saw an article where they were saying that India has uh, mobilized ten thousand troops to their disputed land. Listen, just remember. Read Matthew twenty four and twenty five. Read when it says that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be, so shall it be in the, in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Read what they were doing. I will gladly be a laughingstock. I will gladly be mocked for Jesus. But one thing my Bible says that Jesus, God, would not be mocked. He's coming too. He's coming soon, guys. War is on the horizon. It's coming soon. I just want to tell you guys, I love you guys. I pray for you guys. Stay tuned for the next uh, podcast where we're going to go deep, more deep into um, war, the end times. We're going to go deep into how we can prepare for that. Understand that faith without works is dead. You can pray all you want, but God God is a God that expects you to make some moves on faith. Work it out by faith and hear his voice. Seek him while he is yet to be found. Understand that we are, we are going to face some tough times. We are going to face some tough times and it's going to take for it's going to take for those who are not the faint, but those who are strong in the Lord. It's going to take for those who are going to see God in spirit and truth. 
So join me again. Join me again. Join me again. Go join me again for I'm sorry, the kids got in the way. <laughs> this is a real podcast, man. We don't have our studio yet, but I'm in my office and I'm trying to try to get it done. You know, the word has to be brought no matter what. Join us again. Again, for our next episode where we're going to talk about the end times, we're going to talk about prepping. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to go more in depth of what's to come. We're going to talk about the Antichrist. We're going to talk about uh, uh, prophecy of what's going to be coming to the United States of America. Stay tuned. God bless you.